Welcome to a new episode of Liftoff, a Jets football podcast with your host, Chris, and from playlikeajet.com, Mr. Charmin Phillip. And remember, you can follow us on Twitter slash X at Liftoff Jets. You can follow Charmin at GrownFolk1980. You can also follow myself at CP7NY. And you can follow and you can find our podcast wherever you find your podcasts at Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and iHeartRadio. And you can also find us at sportswireradio.org. And you can follow the station manager there, Thomas Bryce, at Thomas Bryce 2017 for all the other scheduling of the all the other great shows that are on there. Uh, Charmin, it's Super Bowl week, finally. Um, and of course, we got some little bit of jet news as well. Yeah, I mean, it's it's that time, man. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's funny how the conversations the conversations around Super Bowl we go at it goes far away from football for some reason. <laughs> um, of course, this time it's the whole Taylor Swift conversation. Which the only thing I'm gonna say about this is I find it incredibly weird that human beings, regular people, have an issue with a star, a superstar, being pan- like the like. Like the cameras on her for too long. Oh my goodness! I don't. I really don't understand what the whole thing is about. I watch football games and I never really pay attention to Taylor Swift. No. Never. I. I'm to tell you the truth. The story goes in one ear and out the other. You know why? Because it's not my business. Exactly. It has nothing to do with me. I came to watch the game. They 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 pan to uh, whoever is in the in the suite. I'm like, oh, that guy's over there. And then I go back to watching the damn game. That's Never right. did I care. And and because it was Taylor Swift didn't make me care. It made me care even less. So <laughs> yeah. I I don't have I don't have it in me to have hate or disdain for a human being that I don't know or never wronged me. You know what I mean? Like so yeah. when I hear people having these conversations where they're like, I can't believe. Taylor Swift from the NFL. I'm like, what? Why? What is what is wrong with you? <laughs> last game that they played, the last the AFC Championship game, they showed her for a total of 44 seconds. And it, and oh my God, it was longer than that, Chris. What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> well, <laughs> because every every human every every man, especially it was men. What is wrong with men? Like, am I am I something's wrong with me? I don't get it. Like don't... all these guys keep coming up with me. They were like, oh, it's Taylor Swift thing on football. Man, I can't, I don't I I came to watch the game. I came to watch Taylor Swift. Yeah. 44 seconds? 44 seconds. That bothered you that much? <laughs> and it wasn't like some they they didn't take away from the game. You know, like they didn't show her and we missed things of the game. Right? Oh my god. So I don't know. I don't get it. It is. I, I always. Yeah. It, it, at this point, Chris, I mean, Chris and I have always had these conversations. There's a reason why we have a we have a certain chemistry. I, I most like most of it. I think it's because of our age. <laughs> we yeah. have we we're from a different era. So we basically kind of stay with, you know, how we stay in our lane. You know what I mean? And the thinking and the and the attitudes and this new way age stuff, eh, we that's not our thing. We 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 don't. And 
in my opinion, I could be totally wrong. This whole thing is much to do about nothing. Yeah. I don't understand why everybody's up in the up in a hoopla about. I don't get it. Oh yeah. No, it definitely is. It's it is a much to do about nothing. It's people just complaining. You know how people are. They just complain because they want to complain, right? That's what it comes down to. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's reasons i'm sure everybody has their reasons but at the end of the day yeah. complaining to complain because it's really and you know what she's not not that you're looking to look at her but she's not bad to look at you know what i mean it could be worse let's let's say <laughs> but, <laughs> that's how i look at it it could be a lot worse and she's not <laughs> so if you don't like her then yeah because she's not singing she's not even I would, you know what yes. would be great, Charmin, would be if she did the halftime show this year for the Super Bowl. Oh, Lord have mercy, Chris. People's heads would literally explode. I think. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, people would, people would be dying. Oh, my, oh God. my goodness, man. Listen, <laughs> you know, you know how many conspiracy theories I had to live through? You know, then my wife gets involved and she's telling me <laughs> stuff about the, the football because all of a sudden she's a football analyst. I I don't know. <laughs> telling me about the game and how is how this is gonna how it's gonna be. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? You don't even like football. <laughs> what is this? You know, and I'm like Taylor Swift has nothing to do with football. Please leave me alone. <laughs> and you know what? Any of the leagues, any league, NFL, NHL. Major League Baseball, NBA, even the WNBA would take this attention Ugh. any day of the week, right? They would love yeah. if Taylor Swift was dating one of their players. Even yes. the WNBA, they would love that too, to be honest. Oh, yeah. So, oh, let's be real. This is, yeah, NFL's loving this. Trust me. Oh, yeah. And they're do and, and, and again, I don't think the NFL is doing anything wrong. They're just doing what any business in right. there in, in would do if that, if that woman, came anywhere near their sport. They're not doing anything that anybody else wouldn't do, you know? And and because she she carries this massive swarm of people with her wherever she goes, why 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 not? Why not take advantage of it? It is what it is. And, and I'm not mad at the NFL. I'm not mad at Travis Kelsey because, you know, the haters were out all of a sudden. This guy can't play football anymore because he's not paying attention. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh it my! Affected goodness. him so much. It affected him so this, much in that championship. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's not like he hasn't been doing this his whole career because right. it's almost it's always like Kelsey would be one guy in the in the regular season, and then when he hit the playoffs, he would turn into a monster. Not yeah. that he wasn't a monster already. He would turn into literally the Leviathan. The Leviathan. <laughs> like, can't stop him. Don't understand why. He's scoring two touchdowns, 100 and something yards receiving. You know, reaching Jerry Rice level numbers. No, this guy's not great at all. He's on, he is sucking off uh, uh, her teeth. You know, that's what he's doing. You know, pardon my use of the word, but you understand where I'm going? Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, all these people that are not football people come into the space and start talking about football like you know football or even football fans like it drove me absolutely nuts that you know the game and how it works people come into the space that's what happens 
Right. But football is always football, and football will always be the king, in my opinion, unless something really bad happens one day. You know, oh, and yeah. you can't take my eyes off of of it. I'm sorry. I don't care how many Taylor Swifts you show for 44 seconds. Right. It's not gonna stop me from watching my game. <laughs> right. And, and trust me, the the you know the conspiracy theory that all oh, the NFL you know it was in the script that the Chiefs would make the Super Bowl. Ugh. Because of Taylor Swift, listen, they could put any two teams in that Super Bowl, and it would still be the Super Bowl, right? It could be name any two teams. I don't care what the Titans against the Browns. Oh no, I'm sorry, the Titans against the Bears, and it would still do ratings that no other show does. Think about what you just said. Right. The reason why the one of the underlying reasons why football is so great is the stories. It's 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 yeah. <laughs> compact. It's packed with incredible human sacrifice and and determination and 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 people pulling themselves out of the gutter and working hard. And you're telling me a a, a Bears team that hasn't made the playoffs in how long that is deemed one of the worst teams in the NFL and the Titans who struggled for so long, all of a sudden make the Super Bowl? And you're telling me they're not going to make numbers? Are you kidding me? Come on, man. <laughs> Listen, there's no... there is. If you know football and you know the NFL, you will know that it does not matter who plays the Super Bowl, it will still be the Super Bowl because the NFL is the sport. The yep. sport. And it's not just about the game because the... Listen... I love football, the game, the chess, but not everybody loves it. But you know what a lot of people like? The stories. Right. It's inundated with stories, personal stories of tragedy, of loss, of, of people, like I said, working their way out of incredibly hard, tough, ugly situations constantly to become so great. Come on, man. It, it, it's better than any reality television you could think of. That's why millions and millions and millions of people watch it every year. So we could have we could have spend the we could spend as long as we want talking about the story of the minute, which is Taylor Swift. But let's make no mistake: this is about the NFL, yep. and football is king. I agree. And before we get to the Super Bowl. Um, we do have some Jed news. A couple of guys left the team. Um, assistant GM Rex Hogan, uh, I think it was last week. And then this week, Chad Alexander, the director of player personnel, he left uh, to go to the Chargers to be their assistant GM. Um, what What were your thoughts on them leaving? Do you think it had anything to do with um, the big article that came out in the in the Athletic last week? You think that had anything to do with it, or do you think they just left on their own? Well, what what are your thoughts on it? Because I have my own thoughts too. I have, you know, I'm not really for the conspiracy theories, right? I I I try to deal in things that look re more real than not, right? And if you if you don't see it coming, if you're following Jets football long enough. And you didn't think that at some point there would be some kind of shakeup, especially being this front office is being squeezed mm -hmm. after after they failed. 
This is what happened. I don't understand what other what anybody's looking at. If you tell if you mentioning the situation that happened in New York, right? With the you know, with basically oh yeah, the um the um starting quarterback gets injured. You know, mm -hmm. the starting quarterback gets injured, goes down, and you don't have a contingency plan. And the one quarterback that you know that's not ready to do the situation, you throw him in there, and then you ask him to do the thing that you know he can't do. And not only do you do that, but you don't create an atmosphere where he could thrive at all. You don't even try. Because, because it seemed to us... As, as outsiders, you just threw your hands up in the air and you went, well, Aaron Rodgers is down. There's nothing we could do right now. Let's wait for next year. That's what it looked like. If you do this, right, understand there's going to be consequences to what you do. It's very simple. It put the, the, the regime on the, on the precipice. And, and in my opinion, when you're under these kind of pressure situations, you squeeze guys out. Guys like the two guys that left, they're guys that are sought after in the league. I know people don't want to believe it. It's, it is what it is. They're sought after guys. So if you teetering on the edge, guess what's going to happen? Because there's no, because you live, you, nobody knows. We all feel it, right? We, we've had these conversations. We brought in people to have these conversations about all the all the mess that was going on at one Jets drive, right? So if so if if even people inside us and even us as fans could tell that things weren't right in in over there, right? You know that somebody that's that's you know that could pick another position, could get a higher position. And instead of waiting for the season where you, the percentage is basically kind of 50-50 that you might win or fail, right? I'm not right. going to wait for that. No. I'm not going to wait for no 50-50. I'm going, I'm going, I'm leaving. You know, I'm leaving. So Rex, had, could, he had an opportunity left and the other guy had an opportunity left. I think that's what happened. I don't think there's any other kind of dark rumors about who 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 said what or who made the article. I don't. I really don't think it had anything to do with that. I think the article had to be written. But if any Jets fan tells me that that article was somehow a surprise to them, I would ask, "Where have you been for the last season?" Right. It's the Jets. You mean to tell me? Yeah. You mean to tell me anything on that article was a surprise to you? Right. No, they didn't need nobody really needs some needed anybody to leak anything. We saw these things. We spoke about these things over and over again, game after game. So I'm not I'm not I'm not with the whole dark, you know, conspiracy theories. I just thought that the circumstances were basically what caused what happened. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I look at it this way. It's it's two people looking at our at the jet situation thinking okay if things go south this this coming season it's probably going to be blown up this team right it's probably going to be a total rebuild and all that and guess what we're not going to be a part of it 
right? They're going to want to move away from us. They're going to move on from everybody. So if you could get a job somewhere else, like so the Chargers obviously hired Chad Alexander. So if the Chargers called you, they just got a new head coach, Jim Harbaugh, so you know you're getting a winning coach. If that guy wants you to be their assistant GM to that team, yeah, I'll take that because that seems to be more stable, at least for the next, what, four years, five years at least, they're going to give Harbaugh. So I think I'll go there rather than stay with the Jets because the Jets, I may be fired in, you know, (laughs) by this time next year, I might be fired. So there's a chance. And Rex Hogan probably did the same thing. Now, the thing with Hogan was he was big on drafting Zach Wilson. So maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. But I think it was just two guys thinking, you know what? This is not a good situation. They might, you know, things might turn around this this season and they might win some games and might make it to the playoffs. And who knows what could happen then. But there's also a huge chance that things go south and it's going to get really bad. And guess what? We'll be the, we'll be the ones that are going to get fired. The GMs, you know, the front office, they're going to clean house, head coaching, everything. So that, that's what I looked at it. I looked at those guys, not so much Rex Hogan, because we didn't see him get a job yet, but Chad Alexander, he got a, a job with the, the charges as their assistant GM. That to me looks like, wow, that looks like a much better job, right? If, if there were rumors that you're at, you know, at your job that, oh, they might be laying people off next, you know, within the next year, you know, we're not sure yet and, and stuff like that. And you got an offer from another company to go work for them. And it's a better job. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a promotion. I think you're going to take that job. Right. I mean, it's just common sense. That's how I looked at it. I don't think it had anything to do with the, the article that came out so but um yeah i i agree with you yeah <laughs> i think i think we're i think we're basically on the same wavelength i think so you know yeah it, I, it's a mess it's basically yeah. a mess and it could be cleaned up i'm not saying it's not you know i'm not saying that joe douglas is not going to be able to clean up this mess and salah I, it's possible that these guys are going to be able to write to ship this offseason and into but it's season. also very but it's also very possible that this could ignite Right, and that exactly. and that is why that is why if you're Rex Hogan, you jump ship. Yeah, you don't because guess what? I'm, I'm if if this if this ship sinks, I'm going down with it. Yeah, and whatever 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 you know whatever I'm looking nice and shiny right now. Maybe if things keep going the way they're going, I don't get an opportunity like I'm gonna get now. So I'm gonna leave now. You know, I don't blame them, to tell you the truth. I really don't, you know. And it's not surprising, guys. It's not surprising that these guys get jobs. I mean, you guys keep forgetting. Everybody likes to praise Joe Douglas for being able to get Jermaine Johnson, you know, and that and 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 all and every and basically the four picks that they got, right? Everybody, hey, it wasn't just him. These two guys had a lot to do with that pick, those picks too. They have they they've not they've done there's a couple certain things they've done. The reason why Bryce Huff and the and the growth of Bryce Huff, all this is attributed to the the front office seeing something in this guy and giving him a chance. 
So, you know, so before 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 all hell break loose, somehow, that's basically in my opinion what happened. Yeah, that that's what I think so happened too. I'm, I think that's exactly what happened. Um, and and they're both well respected. Obviously, uh, Alexander got the job with the Chargers right away. Rex Hogan, maybe he's taking a break, you know, or maybe he's waiting for another job. Who knows? But it is what it is. So, um, and we'll see, man. Next week, we'll start getting into the Jets off season with free agents and stuff like that. But for now, I think we have to get into the Super Bowl. Uh, should be a great game. You got KC against the um, San Francisco 49ers. Um, let's let's look at it both sides. Let's let's go with the offense first. Um, let's look at the Chargers first off. Um, not Chargers. Let's look <laughs> the at the Chiefs. <laughs> you said the Chiefs or the 49ers? I, I was going to say the 49ers, but okay, 49ers. Yeah, so let's uh, let's look at that offense first. Brock Purdy. Um, I know everybody wants to call him a game manager. I think the last game proved he's he's more than a game manager. I'm not saying he's Mahomes, but he's definitely more than a game manager. He's somewhere in between, I think. <laughs> Wherever you want to rank him, but uh, yeah, yeah. So obviously, I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say quickly, quarterback. Obviously, the advantage goes to um, Mahomes. Uh, that's obvious. We don't have to get into that. But running back, I think also too. McCaffrey gets the the advantage, right? Just because he's he's a one man show. That guy, as good as Pacheco is, CMC is just he's on another planet. I think. So yes, but what what do you think the keys are? Let's stick with the 49ers first. What's the keys right. on offense for them in this game? I I think I think keeping the ball away from Mahomes is is one of is probably the main key for me. I think I think. For every Super Bowl, it's is best on best, right? Um, you you know what your strengths are, but also you're looking across the field and you're seeing as big of a monster as you are. That there's another monster across the field too, and you what what in my opinion what the 49ers are good at is putting up points, right? That's what they should be able to do. They should be able to, given the amount of stars they have. You're talking about Debo Samuel. You're talking about uh, Christian McCaffrey, um, Kyle Juszczyk, uh George Kittle. You know all these guys. Basically, they're they're weapon weapons on top of weapons that have that are proven. They're not you know um, Brandon Ayuk, that, that who in my opinion s- s- separated the way he's raised his game this year, um, but. You put all of that together, and I think that gives you waves of weapons that you could throw at the Chiefs. Uh, um, but I think your your priority should be having long, deliberate drives ending in touchdowns. Take eating up clock and giving Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs' offense less time to do damage. I think that I think that would be where I would start. With the with the 49ers offense. The se- secondly, I think Christian McCaffrey should be the MVP of this game. I think you I think that's the ultimate mismatch. Um, I think um the the um the Chiefs defense has has been incredibly great and probably has more most likely 
they're the reason why they're here. Other than the fact that when it when, when it, they needed it the most, but Mahomes just came out of nowhere and balled out of his mind. But the reason why they even had a chance for Mahomes to, you know, raise his game was because that Chiefs defense was really good all year. And these matchups, I think, great on great matchups is is where the to me you you put your great you put the ball in the your great your greatest guy and you ask him to beat the other guy you know across the across the field so um or across the line of scrimmage so I would I would be Chris McCa- I would be Christian McCaffrey heavy right I would do I would do a lot of running at probably the best guy on the Chiefs defense up front which is Jones Chris Jones and basically have him be the one I would beat up. I would run right at him. I would uh, take a lot of my chances, um, probably trapping him and making him think and work really hard where he's getting punished a, a lot for being aggressive. You know, not that it's going to work because uh, if you watch Chris Jones play, I don't think, I think if you try to piss him off, basically that's what you would do is piss him off. <laughs> you know, you, you're not going to beat him into submission. That's not the kind of player he is. And not none of those guys. The, the, the common denominator on those two teams is all the star players on those two teams are relentless. They're incredibly relentless. There is no, oh, beat him into sub- No. You're not going to do that. If you paid attention to what, what happened in the game, the last game for the, um, for the 49ers, the whole, the whole, oh, yeah, we need to beat. Um, Christian McCaffrey up, hit him hard. Oh, <laughs> uh, guess what happened? <laughs> he kept gashing the crap out of him over and over and over again. He couldn't do nothing about it. And he kept, and they were barking every time they hit him. They're like, ur, ur. he's like, yeah, yeah. So what? And what? You know, I just got twenty yards. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, 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 the the matchups are gonna be big. The Debo Samuels, the Christian McCaffrey's, the George Kittles are going to be integral part. The thing is, those guys are guys that have been doing it, right? They are not the type to make mistakes. But this is this is the end all be all, you know. This is this is like the stakes. Everything is on this one, you know what I mean? So they gotta not only, you know, be themselves, but they gotta raise their game even higher than that because then now they're not only going up against. Just other football players. They're going to uh, uh, uh against the best from the AFC. And when you look at the Chiefs defense, guys like Legere Sneed, who has raised their games to levels where you're like, hey, that guy's about to get paid. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so um it's gonna be an interesting interesting thing. But my my I definitely would go Christian McCaffrey, run at Chris Jones. Uh, feature a lot of play action hitting um, George Kittle um, off of the the, the constant um, like uh, uh, running of Christian McCaffrey, uh, and 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 you know you have if if you can't you know you know you have if they're gonna bracket Kittle or whatever you know you have Uzcheck who is an incredible athlete if you if you didn't see it making a toe tapping catch on the sideline, like he's some type of tight end or wide receiver. Bro, you're a freaking fullback. Do you know this? Hmm. I don't even know if he knows he's a fullback. I don't think so. You know, <laughs> I don't think... You know he's an eight-time Pro Bowler? 
<laughs> like this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. This, these guys are incredible, man. You, you, you. I mean, we mention the names all the time. We talk about these guys, but they, I mean, oh, from from man for man, the 49ers have an incredible offensive skilled team. We're gonna be talking about some of these guys for years and years to come, you know. And yeah, I I, I will I will bring that up um, when I make my pick later. But yeah, if if I were the Chiefs, um, the San Francisco 49ers offense, that that would be my game plan. Okay, so flip to the other side, Kansas City. What do yes. they have to do to win this game? On I offense. think, yeah, on on offense, I think on offense, I think definitely. It would be the same thing. It would be the same thing for me, but it would be a little different. It would be a little bit more deliberate. If the Chiefs, in my opinion, they're the more seasoned when it comes to playing these games because they've played have played how many of them and won how many of them. You know, most of those guys on that on that on that team were there, right? There's a couple young guys, yes. But the 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 more core guys, they've they're around, they've been around, right? So they're that in my opinion, they're trying to freak out the 49ers, right? So uh straight up 12 play, nine play drive, eight play drive, touchdown, straight right off the bat, right? Um George Kittles against the, the 49er great lineba- linebacker, uh what's his name? Um uh, oh. what's the kid's name? Uh San Fran. Oh man, yeah, San Fran Warner, you know, yeah. yeah, Warner against against Kelsey and Warner and Kelsey's just beating this guy up, right? Three catches, you know, forty something yards for a touchdown. First drive, nobody could stop him. There's no answer, you know. Then they come back after after three and out from the 49ers and do the same thing again. Put the score up real fast, fourteen nothing, right? To me, forcing the 49ers out of their game plan is would be my game plan for the Chiefs, you know. And the way you do that, in my opinion, is you force Kyle Shanahan from being deliberate in the way he calls his games because the, Kyle Shanahan is that's his game. He every play has a chain of plays that are connected to each other, and he likes to be methodical and call these plays sequentially. If you take that away from him, in my opinion, this is one of the reasons why um, they beat up on you. It's because everything looks the same, right? But they're but but they're almost they're family. It's like a family of call play calls. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and basically that's what they do. And if you take them away from what they're comfortable doing, I think listen that to it's not it's not it's not it's not the exact science because again. The incredible flexibility of this offense is the fact that they have weapons coming at you from every corner. So even if you, you know, to me, which would what I would do on, uh, you know, is I would, you know, I would be the Chiefs. I would be like, you know, beat the 49ers defense into submission. Putting it the onus on the 49ers offense to be to carry them and forcing them to change their game plan. I think that that would be my my 
um, my game plan if I were the Chiefs. Yeah, for me, if I'm the Chiefs, I'm attacking them through the air because I think that's where their weakness is for me. Mm, great Brent. point. Great point. And great point. The other yeah, side, because yeah, because you're right. You're right. Just to add up on what uh, what you're saying, um, the youth at, at, at behind um in the back in the backfield on, on certain play on at safety. I think um I think there's they have a young player at safety. If I remember, let me see. They're not, they're not as good as they. I mean, they're still really no. Defense, but it's not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but but there's a couple guys that are yeah. There's a couple guys that I think that are that you could pick on, you know. Um, on defense, yeah. For, you know, so so yeah, I would understand that. The thing is, right? Um, I think the only guy is uh, um, MVS is the guy that is almost like Robert Ory, right? He's not that much of a scorer in the regular season, but right. come playoff time, he's like hitting oh, yeah. six threes. <laughs> you know, so so it, it's it's um it's a great point. It's a great point that you made. Yeah, and I and I I agree with San Fran's attack, attack on the ground and just kind of keep the ball away from Mahomes, because that guy's going to score. You know, you know they're going to figure it out, right? KC will score points. Um, and then w- how about the other side defensively? What does the 49ers have to do to win? To me, the 49ers' interior defensive line has to step up, man. I mean, if if you want to if you want to call a strength a strength for the Chiefs, it's the middle of the offensive line, right? Um, and that uh, allows for the running game with Pacheco, who if you allow him to keep to get going, uh, it'll be a long day. And then they're not. They're not really play action heavy, so it's not going to be the play action is going to be a problem. The problem is those lanes that Patrick Mahomes get to step up into that causes the the problems for defenses year in and year out on how they can't just can't figure out to stop this kid. Is yes, with a, a a pocket and manipulating the pocket, he's good at that. But when you take the pocket away and you collapse it and you and you leave those slivers. Of, of 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 light that he could slip into and right. then he's like 15 yards down the field <laughs> you know what I mean or or he's all of a sudden found a, a, he scrambled and because he's scrambling he's found Kelsey wide open you know he's found MVS for a 50 yard bomb that's that's to me the 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 middle of that defense or the 49ers need to step up and to me, the defensive ends also need to step up. Um, I think that was a kind of a lackluster performance by that defensive line last last week, yeah. Um, or the last game. And if they're gonna play like this against the Chiefs, Chiefs, they don't have a shot, man. I don't care how good they are, they cannot come to this game playing like this. Guys need to step up. Young, where you at, man? <laughs> where you at? You're a first round player. This guy looks – I hate taking shots at players. I, I forgot that you traded for him, to be honest. Thank you. Thank you. The caliber of player we're talking about, you shouldn't forget that he's on a team. Yeah. That's the problem. And 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 if the 49, for the 49ers to have a chance at winning this game, 
guys like Randy Gregory and guys like Young need to step up. Yeah, you know they need they really do, man, because they, this can't. You know, you don't you you kind of you forgot Javon Hargrave is there. Yep. Like really? Step up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know, Javon Kinglaw, where you at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so so those and guys both. need to step up, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bosa was doing his thing still. I, I'm not mad at him. He's he's always doing his thing. Um, the the rest of the the rest of the crew up front need to step up, man. These linebackers need help. For, for those guys to play the kind of downfield games to stop Pacheco, you need to clear the space to let those guys run. And in my opinion, that's why these off, these, these um, defensive linemen need to step up. That's that's a big deal for me um, in doing that. I think that clears a lot of the, oh, if you're going to have ch- a chance to throw the ball downfield and all that. Because to me, that's how that defense is built, right? Yep. Kind of what Salah does. That it's It's all predicated on how how much pressure they could get up front with just four down linemen. But if the four down linemen ain't getting no pressure, then we got a problem. Uh, yeah. So that, to me, that's all where they, I think once that happens, I think it just unleashes everything else. You know, they, they start playing well up front. Uh, um, the linebackers are going crazy, you know, Greenlaw making plays, Ward making plays, you know, Warner making plays, you know, so I think I think that's the catalyst for that for that for the San Francisco defense. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I think both sides, especially especially on Kansas City side, um, the defense has to get to the quarterback, right? I yes. Mean, from the Kansas City side, we know Spagnola. We know what he did, mm. right, with the Giants. Um, we, we know what – you know that he's going to come after Purdy and force him, right, to make a play. So I, I think that's going to be Kansas City's um, strategy on defense is just get to this guy. Rattle him a little bit. Remember what he is. I don't care how good he's p- played over the past year or so. He's still that last pick in the draft. And I know he's proven himself otherwise, but there's a reason why nobody picked this guy until the last pick of the draft. Right. Yeah, find that reason. Find that reason to make him remember it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I yeah. think, yeah, I, I think that's going to be a big thing for their their side. And and like you said, San Fran's got to do that too. San Fran's got to get to Mahomes. And I know, and listen, we know Mahomes can beat you on the run too, right? He makes yes. with his legs. He also makes throws while he's running. So, but I I'd rather put pressure on the guy, and possibly sack him or force him into you know a possible mistake because if you if you give him the time he'll he'll beat you oh, <laughs> so yeah it'll be a long day for you I'd, I'd rather send my guys after him and take my chances that way so yeah yeah i i agree with you with the whole with the whole um the, with the chiefs getting after it uh but you know that's a given that's a given um uh, some of the guys uh that have that have played so well um, and Carl Loftus raising his game to the level that he's played. You know what Jones could do. Um, I think a man who is he injured? Is he going to be able to play? Mm, I don't think so. Wasn't he? Oh, is I... he out? 
I don't even remember if he if he's playing or if he's out. I don't know. I think he's out. You think he's out? Yeah, he, he's he's a he's a big deal in my opinion for um Yeah. Yeah, he's a really if, yeah, if he's out, yeah, that that's going to be a big deal. Um let me see. Um I think he's the only one that is out him on the defensive side. I think that's it. Everybody else is pretty much healthy it looks like. Wow. Yeah, he he's a he's definitely a big piece. Um they they need they definitely need um they definitely need guys to be able to um you know to play um and get pressure. And he 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 definitely I know Kyle Loftus will do what he does. Um yeah, I think Jones uh, and I think Jones yeah, leaders in the sacks. I think they both had ten and a half in yeah. the regular season, but I think uh, Omenahu was second with seven. Yeah, so, so yeah, he, they're gonna miss him if he's gonna be out. They're gonna miss him. Oh, yeah. Um, but but the thing the the to me the 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 guys on this team that's that stand out is uh guys like Drew Tranquil, guys like Nick Bolton, um, um, even McDuffie, uh, and. And who I mentioned before, um, Sneed, um, these guys have definitely stepped their game up. And, right. you know, I think I think Sneed, I watched Sneed play uh, the, play against the Dolphins, against, uh, what's his name, um, the wide receiver over at, um, dang, <laughs> I just lost his, uh, the, the wide, the Miami wide receiver I used to play for the Chiefs. Oh, Hill. Um, yeah, Hill. Um, yeah, Tyreek Hill. Wow. Um, <laughs> um, I saw him. I saw that. I, I mean, he put hands on this guy over and over again, shut him down. And he's done this all season. You know, uh, Drew Tranquil made so many plays in the last game. You know, um, uh, that shoestring tackle he had on 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 um, on on Jackson, Lamar Jackson saved the touchdown, in my opinion. Yeah. So. So it's to me, it's all about the linebackers and the DBs in this team in this game because I think, I think the front is set. I think they they do what they do, and they've they've never really been down or you know, all season. They just they're just a consistent bunch of players. I think I think the guys that have raised their game and what this game is more is going to be about more is the DBs and the linebackers and the Chiefs. Yeah. So overall, so what what do you think? How how do you think the game's gonna go? We talked about this is so. (laughs) Yeah, this is crazy, Chris. Sorry to cut you off. Um, yeah, it's monster against monster. Um, I I I definitely think there there is gonna be a a a a period of time where the Chiefs are gonna go off, and there's also gonna be a period of time where the Forty Nineers go off. I think I think overall, um. These offensive coordinators are the best of the best, so they're gonna get the cracks into the cracks of these defenses and able to get their teams couples points here and there. Um, if you know, evident, you know, the evidence says that that's what's gonna happen. You know, you like I said, two of the best play callers in the NFL, basically. So there's gonna be a lot of that going on. The team that weathers the storm is the team that's gonna win. Um, at the end, at the end, in my opinion. So that you know, you want me to make my pick now? 
I'll make my pick because my talking point basically just leads right into it. Um, okay. I want so much for the 49ers to win because when you pay attention to that roster and those guys on it and the kind of people that you're talking about, you know, when, like I said, when you talk about Juszczyk and talk about Kittle and you talk about uh, Trent Williams, those guys are guys you want to wear a ring because you want to have these conversations 20 years from now talking about how great those guys were and how they won the Super Bowl. The problem with that is the Chiefs are another level set of monsters because they've been here before and they're led by the ultimate monster. You know, people out there trying to cut off his head and then he's beating them with a stick. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So, um, Ultimately, I think at the end of the day, the Chiefs are going to win this game. I'm probably, from from what I've heard, I haven't I haven't heard a lot of people say that the Chiefs are going to win this game. I'm I'm definitely going with the Chiefs, but but my my heart is with the 49ers. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm I I think it's going to go KC too. I I look at it this way: San Fran's defense is not what it was the last couple of years, right? But it's still very good. And Kansas City's offense is not what it was the last couple of years because there is no Tyreek Hill. You know, Rasheed Rice has stepped up, but otherwise it's been kind of iffy from their receivers. Yes. Kelsey is Kelsey, obviously. Um, so I think that kind of... Yeah, thanks for mentioning Rice. Yeah, yeah in my conversation, they didn't mention Yeah. And I, I look at it this way. That, that kind of, like, evens itself out. For me, it comes down to who do you trust more? Right. Who do you trust more in in this game right now? In this big game, who do you trust more? Quarterback wise. Obviously. Mahomes. Mahomes. Easily over yeah. 30, right? Yeah. Coaching, and coaching wise, you definitely trust the Kansas City coaching staff. Yes. Shanahan. Agreed. Respect. But Kyle Shanahan has not won a big game yet. Yes. Thank you. You know what I mean? Yep. We could go back in time. As as a coordinator <laughs> and then as a head coach, he just has not yep. got it done. And yep. they said it on on one of the ESPN uh, talk shows this morning. I think it was Canty, wherever show he's on. He said, oh, "Chris Canty." Mm. Yeah, he said, "Kyle Shanahan is one and thirty-two in games that his team goes into the fourth quarter down by seven or more." Sheesh. I think I saw this stat. Yeah, but I think that I think that I think the, the the game against the Lions made him two out of. I don't know. If, no, no, no. I think they were up by then. Oh, were they? Oh, I okay. Think so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, wrong. I, then. No, I, yeah, because yeah. the third the third quarter is where they they got back. You know. Right. You're right. Yeah. At uh at the end of the third quarter, it was. I'm just like it's it was twenty four twenty four at the end of the third quarter. In that game. So it was a tie You're game. right. You're right. Yeah. And also, Kansas City has beaten San Fran, I think, four out of the five, four out of their five last uh, meetings. And the last time San Fran beat Kansas City was October 5th, 2014. So we'll just say wow. that. I know it's a different team, obviously, now, but yes, the of last course. time they, they beat them. Um, so I, I look at it this way until a team proves you otherwise, you got to go with who they are to me i look at kansas city 
I, I I think I told you I'm starting to look at Kansas City like I like we looked at the Patriots during their run. Like once they're in the playoffs, they're they are what they are, right? Belichick, Brady, Gronk. You know, it was just like it, it was like every year after a while we knew what was coming, right? You started to not doubt them. I think that's where we got to look at Kansas City until they prove you otherwise. Until they until they show you that they're not that team anymore. They are that team. And Mahomes, if he wins another Super Bowl here, if his third Super Bowl, his third Super Bowl MVP, you know, you, you're talking about, obviously he's not the GOAT, right? We talk about the GOAT and all that with uh, Tom Brady. But if he has another six, seven, eight years, like he's like his first six years, I mean, this guy's going to be in there with Tom Brady. Like that's what kind of conversation we're going to be having about this guy. Which is pretty scary. I never thought, and I'm sure you thought the same thing. Did you think we would ever talk about somebody even coming close to Tom Brady's career? No, I, not, I not at all. But not at all, and not that he is there yet. Now let, let, no, let's no, no, be no. real. No, definitely. But but the fact the fact that the fact that he is even coming close, yeah, is 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 the thing that you know. It's that that's odd about it. It's not odd. It's just it's crazy. Because it we 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 thought it. You know, we didn't think we were gonna. You know, we didn't think we were gonna have to ha be having this conversation. This conversation so soon. I mean, we're talking about a guy who's like halfway there already. That's crazy, and he's only been in the league for how many years? Six, seven, six years. Yeah. That first year, he only played one game. So, but still, seven years. He's already got. Two Super Bowls. This will be his third. He's always played in an AFC Championship game in game, you know, in this, yeah. the six years that he started. Which crazy. is crazy. Yeah, that's just it's things that just doesn't happen. So yep. like he's already there. Like he's already <laughs> in this in this conversation. We're like, wow. If his next six years are anything like what these six years are, yeah, he's gonna have five, six so Super Bowls. You know, by the time twelve or thirteen years goes by in his career, and then he'll yep. be like Brady, just sitting back with six Super Bowls. You know, eh, maybe I'll win one more when I get older or something. You know, but it's just ridiculous that we're even thinking about talking about this guy. And then Kelsey's another guy. That's the guy we're talking about as being one of the greatest tight ends, and he's already there. I mean, I don't think he'll be in the. I, I, I you know, it depends on how many more years that guy plays. But he's another one that he's you know, a Hall of Famer already, in my opinion. Oh, easily a Hall of Famer already. Yeah. But when yep. you look at his numbers, right, touchdown wise, he's got 74 career touchdowns. The leader with the most touchdowns is Antonio Gates with 116, which is ridiculous. Yeah, well, well, yeah, that uh, yeah, we, we gotta have a conversation about Gates, but because he didn't make any kind of sense, in my opinion. It didn't make no sense. Three yeah. touchdowns, a hundred and something. Yards like like nothing every Sunday, <laughs> and, and they didn't really talk about him while he was playing. And no, true tight end, and because they didn't win, because they didn't win, that was the problem. Yep. It's always that's that's the one thing with the NFL. That's yep. the one thing. If you're on a losing team, they does not matter how good you are. You know, they they very rarely I, I acknowledge good players on bad teams. It's very very rare. Yeah. So I I and listen and Gates will probably get into the Hall of Fame this year. We'll find oh, yeah. out this week. 
So mm -hmm. definitely next week we'll talk about the new uh, Hall of Fame inductees for sure. But he should be one. I, I have no doubt he won't be one of them. Um, yeah, I, I just I, I think Kansas City. I think you got to go with Kansas City. That's the team you trust more than San Francisco. I'm I'm not going. I'm not picking Purdy over Patrick Mahomes. That's how I look at it. I'm not picking Shanahan over Andy Reid. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. I'm just not doing it. I think, and listen, and, and early in the year, we thought, oh, yeah, this is San Fran's year. They're going to do it. And just like with Lamar Jackson, right? Until he hmm. gets that monkey off his back, he's always going to, it's always going to be there and it's going to get bigger and bigger year in and year out. And that's the same thing with Shanahan. Until Shanahan Agreed. gets that big game, right? Yep. We're going to bring it up every year. Well, you know, yeah, he's got a great team, but <laughs> right? it's it's sad that, but like in football, like you said, football championships are everything. <clears throat> and just, you know, just talking about Antonio Gates, when you talk about Antonio Gates, you don't talk about him as this guy's got the most touchdowns ever by a tight end. Nobody says that about him. Nope. You never hear that. Yes. Yep. When you hear tight end stuff, you hear Tony Gonzalez. You hear Gronk, you know, Rob Gronkowski. But you never hear Antonio Gates. But what what do those guys have in common? They won. Right. Well, not, not exactly. Gonzalez. Not Gonzalez. Well, yeah. Well, he he was he yeah, his numbers are ridiculous. Yeah. So he didn't have a choice but to talk about him. <laughs> exactly. He was great every year for so long. Yeah. 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 So yep. uh, yeah, so that that's my that's my take on Kansas on the Super Bowl, man. Kansas City, you got to trust them. I and the point spread, I don't understand. I don't really understand the point spread. I think it's like two, right? I don't know what this. <laughs> it was like two points. Kansas City is the underdog. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Yeah, I that's an invitation for betting, in my opinion. So I ain't buying. It. I'm I'm not biting. Yeah, I'm no, good. No. I don't know. That must be some Vegas stuff that they're trying to get more money on San Fran. I don't know. I, I don't know. I was trying to figure it out. I just it don't it don't it makes it makes no sense to me. So maybe we're completely wrong. But, but I know. I don't know. It, to me, to me, to, to me, you're not wrong. I'm I'm staying where I'm at. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're going by a point spread, if they're looking at both teams, if you look at both teams, forget about the. The intangible part with Mahomes and what we're talking about with Shanahan not winning the big game and all that. Forget all that. If you put them on paper next to each other, yeah, I think San Fran is the better team, right? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Roster wise, yeah. oh yeah, most <laughs> definitely. You're right. When it comes to roster, but yeah. rosters don't. Yeah, listen. Yeah, if you go by yes, like you would, you were talking about earlier. San Fran's offense is ridiculous. No offense yep. this year had those guys. I mean, just pick your poison, basically, with that. With that. Yep. But and then you look at it's going to be an incredible matchup, man. Yeah, it will. I think so too. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think we're talking about a close game. Um, but I think in the end, in the end, it's going to be Mahomes holding up his third Super Bowl trophy, probably third Super Bowl MVP, because they always go to the quarterback anyway. So. Um, <laughs> That's what, uh, yeah, I think that's what it's, it's a quarterback. It's, yeah, it's a quarterback a trophy at this point. Yeah. Even the regular season MVP, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get it, but um, yeah, so that's it. That's our preview. 
We both like Kansas City. Uh, let us know who you like. Uh, you could definitely hit us up on Twitter at Liftoff Jets, at Grown Folk 1980, myself at CP7NY. Um, next week, we'll talk about the Super Bowl, review it quickly. But we're going to get into the Jets offseason. We'll start talking about free agency, who they should be going after, who they could re sign on their own, and all that stuff. We'll talk about the Hall of Fame inductees as well. And, um, We'll see you then. So enjoy the game and we'll see you next week. Take it easy, guys.